Hello and welcome to To The Point with Portland, a podcast for communications professionals that gets to the heart of the biggest questions in communications, policy and reputation. I am Felix Hoffman, Senior Consultant at Portland, and today I am joined by our Senior Policy Advisor, Elizabeth Motschmann. In this episode, we will be discussing Germany, finding out about the major transition the country is undergoing from the Merkel era to a new kind of coalition and what this means for power and influence in the country. This is To The Point. I'd love to start by saying a few words about you, Elizabeth. You joined the Portland team just a few weeks ago in June this year. And before that, from 2013 to 21, you were a member of the German Bundestag, where you served, among others, on the Foreign Affairs Committee and as a spokesperson for media policy for the CDU-CSU parliamentary group. You also held numerous posts in state politics. For many years, you served as deputy chair of the CDU group in Bremen State Parliament, and you were Bremen State Councillor for Culture and Sport. And if that wasn't enough, you were also a member of the Federal Executive Committee of the CDU of Germany for nearly a decade. What is interesting to know is you started out as a journalist and you published several books on women and family policy issues. When you were already in politics, you wrote extensive reports on child poverty in countries such as South Africa, Brazil and India. And I also want to highlight that in 2018, your book Female Diplomacy, Women in Foreign Policy was published. Looking at this impressive career, we are glad to have you as part of the team. I'm especially grateful for the opportunity to pick your brain on some of the big questions a lot of people are asking themselves when looking at German politics at the moment. And one thing I'd love to know is, from Merkel to Scholz, an era came to an end. A new kind of coalition is in power. How do you look at this major change? What does it mean for the country? After democratic elections, you always have turbulences, sometimes more, sometimes less. But now in Germany, it was a deep gap between one coalition to another coalition. And the new coalition with Kanzler Scholz has big problems, many crises to solve. For example, the war in the Ukraine, the defect of gas, refugees in Germany, one million, by the way, from the Ukraine, and uh, climate problems, the problem of finance. That means this government, this new coalition between social democrats, free democrats and greens has big, big, big crisis to solve. Merkel only had three crises. She had uh, the finance economic crisis uh, because of the Lehman Brothers collapse in September uh, 28. And she had the refugees. This was a big issue in Germany and it was not easy to solve. And she had Corona. Corona, um, she started to solve the problem, but now it, it's a long problem and Bundeskanzler Scholz has to solve. These both chancellors are thorough, not polemic, 
and um, they don't explain their politics very often. That's similar. But then we have the personality of Angela Merkel. She's very famous and loved, uh, loved not perhaps, but uh, in the world because she could talk to everybody. She could even talk to Putin uh, and everybody respected her. And we will see if Scholz will ha have the same reputation than Angela Merkel, if he is as respected as her. I don't see that in this moment because um, uh, he has great problems and I'm not sure whether he will be able to solve them. I know Angela Merkel uh, well because uh, Felix told it. I was yeah, in her <laughs> neighborhood, political neighborhood, for a long time in the fraction and in the board of uh, the Christian Democratic Party. And therefore I could watch her and I could talk to her and I could see what she thinks and what she feels. Feels not, it's difficult to feel uh, what uh, Angela Merkel feels or thinks, but Anyway, I oh, was but if close you look to carefully, her. you might. <laughs> yeah, I was close to her for a long time, and uh, mm -hmm. I like her, of course, and I think she was a wonderful chancellor. Although she made fault as everybody, mm -hmm. and one fault is the, the the problem we have with the gas. Uh, we are dependent on Russia, Russia in a in a not acceptable way. Yeah. That's our big problem now, but we will solve them. The economic of uh, Germany is strong and I think uh, we will do a good job even in this crisis, but um, it's not as easy as others. And I think what is important and both of them think that we have to tell people in Europe that we can't solve everything problem in Europe. Because if there is a financial problem in Europe, everybody looks to Germany. That's uh, very nice, but we can't uh, solve uh, <laughs> all the financial problems in other countries. We try to help, of course, uh, but uh, there are borders. Yeah. Elizabeth, there's one thing I'm particularly interested in. You know, for uh, for many years that I've been around, the so-called Chancellor Election Club, the the CDU, um, uh, put forward the the Chancellor, and now we have the SPD giving us the Chancellor. I'm wondering, all these challenges that you manage, they're taking place in a different kind of framework. Before that, we had grand coalitions, um, and now we have a we have a coalition that we've never had before what does it actually mean to have a different framework to tackle all these challenges especially when you compare the power dynamics in the grand coalition to the so-called jamaica coalition that we have now it must make life very different for Scholz than it was for merkel it's very different for Scholz because he has two partners and he has uh, 
to discuss and to discuss and to discuss every problem a very long time. And uh, we are too slow in this moment. We don't decide quick enough. And he has this problem. He has to talk to the Free Democratic Party. He has to talk to uh, to the Greens. And they have quite different ideas how to solve, for example, the the climate problem, how to help in the war. And therefore, um, he doesn't decide. And that's bad for our country, because if you have the responsibility for a country, for a party, for a coalition, for a, for people in this country, you have to decide quickly. If you always think about that you don't want to make a fault. I make many faults <laughs> with my English, but uh, I hope everybody can understand me. If if you fear a fault, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Everybody makes faults. Every party makes faults. Every government makes faults. And normally you can, uh, you can do something to solve uh, the problems. But... Uh, not the right reaction is not to decide. And if you see Angela Merkel and, and Scholz, they are, both of them are modest. But I think that Scholz is more unsure than Angela Merkel was. But she had uh, 16 years, uh, she was our chancellor. And therefore, uh, she had, uh, in the beginning, she was unsure as well. Yeah. And, and uh, Helmut Kohl, called um, my my little girl. He said, yeah, I he remember said that. my little girl. But now, now she is not a little girl. Yeah. She is, she's a very powerful chancellor. Yeah. You, you know, Angela Merkel, uh, she, she governed in grand coalitions and she once partnered with the FDP. So she always had one partner. But especially in the grand coalitions, it was always so interesting to witness the two biggest parties coming together and for an entire legislative period being built on the compromise of what is actually the two biggest opponents, the most important public parties trying to come together. It's unthinkable in other states. Just imagine the Democrats and the Republicans forming one government. Mm. So we had this for, for a very long time now that there is a different coalition, how do you think power is changing when you don't have the the union and the SPD trying to work out compromises anymore? Is making compromise in the system easier or is it more difficult? Do you miss the grand coalition? Um, it was easier between Christian Democrats and Social Democrats. Why? Because uh, we are rather close together in many uh, topics and ideas. And now if you have the Greens and the uh, Social Democrats and the uh, Free Democrats, uh, they they are not that close together than we was. Anyway, you always have to, to d- discuss very much and you lose time if you are in a co- coalition. Uh, but now I think they lose too much time in a very, very difficult period a political period, and therefore I hope they will be faster, quicker, faster yeah. <laughs> um, to decide. 
you know, with, with all these challenges ahead, I'm wondering how is Germany's role changing changing in the world, especially, of course, vis-a-vis -vis Russia, vis-a-vis -vis China, with the transatlantic relationship in mind. Merkel had her struggles with Trump. Scholz has a completely different set of struggles. Um, can you tell us how you look at the changing role of Germany in the world? Of course, Germany is a strong country because of a strong economy. But we have to deal always together with all the other states in Europe. It wouldn't be good if, if we deal by ourselves and not to, to, to discuss and to abstem, I don't know the word in English, <laughs> abstem. <laughs> to reconcile. Yes, the other countries. And therefore, um, Europe must become stronger. Mm. Europe must become stronger. And I'm very, very sad personally because of the Brexit, uh, because I think uh, Great Britain is part of Europe, is the heart of uh, Europe. Uh, and uh, therefore, uh, this uh, change, uh, this Brexit is bad for Europe. It's my personal opinion. Uh, fortunately, they are still in the, in the NATO and Uh, fortunately, we work together in many, many problems and topics. Uh, that's okay. But um, anyway, I think for the relations in, in our Europe, they are extremely important. We have to deal with the new uh, situation. Anyway, Europe must be strong. Europe, we always are waiting for the United States or for other countries or for, or for China or for Russia. They have to ask what are our strengths and uh, they must be pushed for the future. And everybody and the parliaments must push their parliaments that Europe become stronger. Excellent. Thank you so much, uh, Elizabeth. I would love to move a little bit away from the world stage and dive back into the political bubble of, of Berlin. With your many years in Parliament, you just recently left the Bundestag and, and joined our team here. What advice would you give to those seeking to influence the decision making in, in Berlin, especially in this very changing landscape? Oh, I would say keep calm, never exaggerate and tell them that they have, uh, and I would always tell them to decide, to coordinate with partners, with Europe. What is very important is you have to be very good informed and you have to respect uh, other cultures, uh, other religions, other thinkings, and you have to be tolerant. Uh, that is a very, very important um, quality. Uh, if you are tolerant, you can deal with nearly everybody and you can deal, deal with many countries, not with every country. We see that in this moment. It's very difficult to deal with Russia and Putin. But um, with democratic countries, with democratic uh, people, you can, you can deal And therefore, you, you need uh, a lot of tolerance. 
that's what I would say to others. Uh, <laughs> and um, many people are very unsure, unsure, because they don't know which is right. And you must not say, I'm very sure I know uh, everything. No, no, nobody knows everything, but there are special interests and, and special emphasis. Mm. And uh, if you find out what uh, these emphasis and interests, then you can deal with people and countries and economic and everybody. Thanks so much, Elizabeth. It was great to have you here today. Thank you, Felix. Thank you for listening to this episode of To The Point with Portland. Should you like to know more about what we discussed today, do get in touch with us via our website, portland-communications.com. Have a great day.